Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. It is 5.25 p.m. Today is February 7th. Uh, Thursday. I'm standing on a corner waiting for a bus. I'm on my way up to see my buddy Adam Ben Sr. Uh, I'm going to go see him in action. He does camera work uh, for various products, various, various, all kinds of different projects. And we're going to be combining forces with him for this, this next movie that we're working on. And so this is going to be my first time seeing what he's up to, what his team is like. And just just watching, watching how it all unfolds. I'm very, very curious. I love the creation process. I love watching people when they're in their element, when they're making stuff. And... It's a blast. It's like seeing a... You know, it's like seeing the mad scientist in the, la- in the laboratory. Being able to... to be, it's like you're given a glimpse into... Into the process. Into the process of the laboratory. Please, take a look into my laboratory. Yes, many of us here use very interesting tools. Incredibly interesting tools. Full of technology. Full of technology. And of course, very, very exciting features. So... Won't you go with us on a path into an extraordinary, extraordinary story of acquisitions, dynasties, historical references, and of course... Lots and lots of new discoveries. If there is one thing we thrive on here, it is the new discoveries. Come on, come all, ladies and gentlemen. Come out here, hurry, hurry. Hear ye, hear ye. One and all, grab your umbrellas. And make your way to the centre of the dance floor. Find your way ever so preciously along the wall, through the maze, past the dragoons, beneath the weeping willow trees. Across the screaming monster den. And then, of course, to the centre of the dance floor. Please make certain, if you're wearing a suit of armour, please set it kindly on the floor next to you on the dance floor. Note, do not put it on the sand. That is not regular sand. That, my dear boy, is quicksand. Very, very true, hmm? I've seen the results of those who have gone kerplump into the quicksand. It's very novel, isn't it? I mean, think about it. How often can you say 
that quicksand is at your very special nightclub. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I bid you adieu until next time when we shall undoubtedly experience a well-timed interview. Who knows, perhaps even some extraordinary synchronicities. Goodbye, take care. Keep the eyes open. Listen for the magic. And follow your heart through the imagination. What is happening here? 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 What is happening what is happening here? What is happening here? Oh, this air smells so good. This is now the... See, I saw a person walking with a dog. So I went across the street, then I came back over to the other side of the street. Okay, so now I'm walking along a sidewalk, and there's a person with a dog. Oh, there we go. There they go. This is happening here. 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 Hey everybody, hey everyone, walking along the path is fun. Late at night, don't get up tight. All right, it's gonna be just fine. Bum 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 chi bum chi bum chi. But I bet I bum chi bum chi. Bam 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 bum chi bum bam 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 bum bam bam. Yeah, we're walking on the path at night. Don't but I did it and I'll be all right. Chi bum. Don't get up tight. Don't chi chi chi. Everything just fine. Bum bum bum. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your old, your old pal Uncle Jack. Are you happy to have me back? Rat-a-tat-tat, look at that, mon frere. Ma soeur, ma soeur, mon frere. Mon frere, ma soeur. As soon as I started speaking uh, French, all of a sudden it started getting pretty, uh, what's the word I'm thinking here? Clogged up. Clogged up with people. Clogged up with uh, a uh, automobile situation, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God, it smells so good out here. It smells so fresh. So fresh. Just another great night walking, walking around, walking around town, checking things out, walking through town, checking things out.
Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is happening here, this is happening here. So I see a couple of folk here. I don't know if they know each other or if they don't, but we are all walking in the same direction. Some of us are talking in the same direction. And one of those people in particular who's talking in that same direction is me. You know who that person is, because guess what? I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. It's true, it's true. I'm talking to you. It's a beautiful night. It's a marvelous night for a podcast While you're walking alone at night It's a marvelous It's a marvelous moon for a It's a marvelous moon for a podcast When you're walking alone at night And there's no one to tell you what's wrong Or even to tell you what is right Because it's all up to you When you let your imagination Run as freely as it can You might Find yourself talking to yourself quite a bit Oh, it's a marvelous moon for a podcast When you're walking alone by yourself at night Big sale, Friday, Saturday Ladies and gentlemen, hey, this is, uh, this is Eddie Vedder Big sale, uh, Friday and Saturday, 10 a.m. So, uh, I'm here to let you know that, uh, they're having a real big, uh, big sale Uh over there, uh, I think, uh, the town of El Segundo, and, uh, most likely Rancho Cucamonga, so, um, I would suggest, um, uh, p- maybe put on a, uh, Pro Jam record, my, my most favorite, uh, suggestion would most likely be, uh, 10, I have a fondness uh, for that one in my heart. However, I do love um, I do love this song. It's near and dear to my heart. Uh, given to fly, given to fly. We are back again. We are back again We have returned again We have returned once again We are here now We're here now we are We are here now It's just how it happens to roll. Holy soul jelly skull. There we go. told me a lot of great stories and you could very well have told me about this story before but it's such a it's such a cool one especially since it's near and dear to my heart which is uh, science fiction so that so the second coming was uh, an idea that you had that you pitched that was that, that was the thing I was telling you about earlier when I was saying that before I even started writing when I didn't even know how to do a treatment that was the story of the second coming that I wanted my my roommate who was an actor who said he knew how to write a treatment I'm like well Help me write this treatment because I think I've got a really good idea here that would be a good idea for a movie. And that's that's like the script that I, I started learning and I just kept getting better and better at it. And anyway, it got optioned by these producers and they went out with it for a while and um, it got close and we had offers and the agent 
APA screwed it up, and so then we didn't have money for it, and then uh, we had, you know, next thing I know in 1999, a friend of mine um, worked at Universal, and, you know, he had told me about to, hey, look at this up, I heard about this, it's the same title as your script, and I looked it up, and it was same idea, same everything, and um, it was... It seemed pretty blatant to me, but I was like, how could this happen? But, you know, then I thought about it. My script was sent to every place in town. So there was a lot of chances for people to see it. But just, you know, I went to, uh, when I heard that this guy got paid a half a million dollars from Castle Rock. So I went to some agent, uh, not, not agents, um, attorneys, a couple different attorneys. And unfortunately, they said there's really not a whole lot you can do unless you can prove a link like how they would have had access to this. And I'm like, well, it's been going to everybody. I mean, I don't know. Somebody could have been in the office and just heard the concept of it and, you know, saw some bullet points on it. And then, um, but the thing is... What were the differences it? between your script and what you saw? Well, I mean, I wasn't, I, I wasn't actually able to, to read the other guy's script, but I mean, mine was about, you know... Um, the second coming was about uh, a scientist that clones Jesus Christ and then the next Antichrist finds about, out about it and he comes after him. And there's this ex-cop that protects the child. Well, in the other story, it was uh, the same story except instead of an ex-cop, it was an ex-con. So, um, Who told you the, the contents of the other story? Uh, well, it was, on, it, was, uh, it was online, I believe on a website that listed scripts that have been sold and what they were about and who sold them and this and that. and So, I mean, I knew who the guy was, but I couldn't prove a link. And, of course, the Internet was in its beginnings in 1999 area. And I mean, the only thing in the long run, I, I would say if I had to take away anything from this, is that Castle Rock went out of business. Um, the, the movie got put in a turnaround, so it never got made, but the guy didn't make all that money. Um, and I ended up doing a page run rewrite and had it go into something a lot more interesting because now, um, I switched it up to, this is the new log line. It was now it's the second coming star child, the star child. Now it's about, um, the clone of a past Messiah, an alien human hybrid is protected by two ancient warriors from the Illuminati and their extraterrestrial partners. So now it's got uh, little elements of the Matrix in it, and it's um, in it the child is, it's basically implied that he's the clone of Christ, but it's never stated, because I will say that there's some, you know, religious things and stuff like that that people could have issues with. So it was one of those things that was implied, but I was much happier with the rewrite on it. And the rewrite actually got got optioned by a producer and um but unfortunately nothing happened with it, you know. You know, sometimes I wonder how how cool it would be is if there was just a, a website where they just made it really easy. Like, okay, here are these people who have money and they're philanthropists or they got all this money and they just want to be producers of these movies. Okay. Here they are. Here's a list of these people. There and here are the people who... There you know, right. is. There is. That's the websites that I <clears throat> I submit my scripts on, like inktip.com. That's where producers and writers connect because the, the producers go there looking for projects and writers go there listing their projects. Oh. Yeah, there's a couple different sites, but inktip is one of the more popular ones. The... My, my script designated driver that got optioned by Indecisive Films was done through Inktip. So that's one of the places, but they, that's pretty cool because, you know, producers are looking for all sorts of things. And a lot of times they're very specific because, like I said, they may have a specific actress they, they want to work with because they know they can get their picture funded because of having that actress and she wants to do a certain type of role, so they'll look for a specific script. We're looking for scripts that have to do with um, the Irish in the 1940s and such and such. And like, what the hell? But there's a reason why they're doing that, because it's 
part of their fundings based on having this idea or having this artist that wants to do something like that and they can get funding because this person's in there and that type of thing, you know. It's, it's, it's intriguing. It's, you know, just finding those connections, like who wants this or who wants that or who wants to try this. Uh, I just found out that a friend of mine is friends with uh, the woman who played Frenchie in... Uh, Greece? Greece, the Greece movie. Didi Khan? And he knows that woman and she goes, oh. I just want to be in, I just want to act again. So you find these folks who really just want to be in movies and stuff and you, you know, you, you get them for a, a, a lower price just because they just want to be in, in something. So, um, so now they're cooking up ideas as to how to get her involved with, oh, with some kind of I'm, I'm, fa I'm Facebook friends with Eddie Deason. You know who Eddie Deason is? No. You know the movie Greece, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen the movie Grease, though, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know, well, you know the very tiny, small character, but Eugene, Eugene, yeah. You know, at the end, he, th he throws the pie at the at the teacher. At what the, the hell? At That's the... crazy. Or do you remember the movie 1941? You ever oh seen the movie God. 1941? Uh, was that with John Belushi? Yes. In an airplane? I just remember seeing the poster. Well, do you, do you remember? Oh, okay. I was going to say, there was a scene where there's people sitting up on, they're waiting for the Germans to come in. There's these two people sitting up on this... Ferris wheel and the guy with the puppet and his anyway anyway my friend Eddie Dees and he's been in a lot of these movies I'm Facebook friends with them and stuff like that and, Whoa. Uh, so he Whoa. does he does low budget stuff all the time now to get on there how funny would that be is to get her and him together into as cameos oh. in a movie oh absolutely yeah yeah because one would say yes if they knew that the other would say hey oh, absolutely that sounds fun. absolutely he 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 pretty much makes his living off um these uh these um, uh, events and stuff like that where he signs autographs and stuff. Wow. It's interesting when you start thinking about it in your... Because Gre Greece in 1941 is a cult classic and he's been in other things. He's, he's made jokes about how he has lost like jobs where the description is looking for an Eddie Deason type and people have gotten jobs over him being the real Eddie Deason. Oh my God. <clears throat> He did have um, um, he did have some throat problems over the years though, to where his voice was not the same, oh. and I think it was an issue for him because he uh, he lived in um, he he left L.A. for a few years to go live with his mother in uh, Maryland, maybe someplace over in there, and he just recently, in the last couple months, moved back to L.A. But I've been I've been his Facebook friends. So you try to get years. him into? Uh... Oh no, there's I I couldn't even afford him. I mean he, oh. even. Even his day rate would be like a thousand bucks or whatever, you know. And he would, <clears throat> he would only do a uh, a SAG project, you know. Right. I don't know. He could be FICOR. FICOR allows you to do both. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's um, something I'd like to look. Well, into. see, this is the thing, dude. Is that I was um I was on the phone with SAG because you know I'm SAG, and I I originally thought I was going to be doing this on a SAG. Um, contract but when it became apparent to me that I was going to be the only one in the production that's in SAG and I talked to them about uh, hey you know what I'm moving I may not be out here get back from career put my thing on hold there's a whole lot of gray area there you know because when you're union you're not supposed to do non-union productions but in my mind it's like I mean for for acting it may not be it for me but for acting in Hollywood you know, that's a very good possibility because it's not my main focus in the present. In the present, it's 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 um, getting my mojo back, rebuilding my relationships. But but you know, artistically, music and filmmaking and writing is where I want to go. So um, the acting thing, not being there, I'm not going to worry about it as much. So is that you are now financial core? Oh, gotcha. No, gotcha. I'm sad. So the deal is I asked him about putting my thing on hold. Now, when you put it on hold, you're still technically SAG, but you can write them a letter and say that you, you know, wish to be released and shut down. You're not going to do anymore, and, and you can come back. It's just that I am thinking about the future because if this movie is, you know, the success I plan it to be, well, I don't want to get in trouble with SAG, although... You know, 
I'm, I can't, I, I'm not going to do it as a side contract because there's just too much shit involved with it right mm -hmm. now for, for what I'm doing and the paperwork and it's just such a low budget. And Financial court makes sense because then you can, you can do both. And it's just, no, it makes so much sense. No, it, it does. It's just that um, I'm, I'm, I try not to live by, by fear, but SAG really has a good, um, uh, how should I say, a propaganda on how it's like burning your SAG card when you go FICOR. But, you know, there's big actors that are FICOR. And I think even directors like Tarantino and Nolan, I think, might, might even be FICOR for certain reasons but um, it's just that I don't know I, I would probably think depending on what happens that I can always fudge when this movie got made and if I literally thought there could be issues I could just because I asked him scenarios I'm like look if I'm living back in the Midwest and stuff like that in two years down the road um, a friend wants me to be in their independent they do something with it and it's non-union and then two years later I want to get back into the union again is this thing going to get me in trouble and this and that it's just to him the guy at SAG was like well you know it just but in the end it didn't sound like <laughs> it it didn't sound like right, it right right it didn't really sound like it you know so it's like he's trying to discourage you but he's also kind of saying like you know look no, no you're not going to there's not really much of a consequence kind of thing right Hey everybody, gather around. Want to hear the Inspirato hotline number? Yeah! All right, goes a little bit like this. Five, six, one, two, Say, I got an idea. How about you try it? Sounds great! Okay, here we go. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. That sounds great. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. That sounds awesome. Five, six, one, two, zero, three. So the wizard plot of Jimmy Woods, who's got PTSD, um, he's hooking up with Corey, um, and Corey takes him to the video Armageddon party. And uh, there's a $50,000 grand prize, and so then they basically find out that Jimmy has this amazing innate ability to play video games. So it's that kind of 1980s cheeky um, but cool uh, belief that a lot of kids had that they would become some great video game champion. And everybody wanted to become it, you know. So it's um, a cool movie. Um, other movies, I'll I'll send in another message. Take care. Three thirty-two p.m. February eighth. Isn't that interesting? Three thirty-two equals eight. That's 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 awesome. So I'm heading out to get a key created for one of my uh, for my fellow Kechungians, the fellas who have been on the show frequently and substitute for me when I'm busy doing a Yachtly Crew gig or you know have to be out of town or whatnot got great guys Alex Smart with Don't Feed the Animals if you get a chance check out Don't Feed the Animals he's got all those great bicycle videos I put a couple of his promos out here before in fact what the heck maybe on this episode I'll put put a promo for uh, Don't Feed the Animals on here 
He's got uh, awesome, awesome advice. Uh, great bicycle videos. He's got his little buddy Sherman. Sherman Sitter has been on Inspirato Projecto K Chung radio before. Every time Alex Smart is on, so is Sherman Sitter. And uh, yeah, so he's he's someone who's uh, been on K Chung in the studios quite a few times. If you live in Los Angeles and you would like to on K-Chung if you want to be in the show if you want to be interviewed on the show come on out I think it'd be awesome to have you in the studio you could play your guitar you could recite poetry whatever you want it's up to you it's your show it's your show I'm just there to kind of So the time is now 4 p.m. I started talking to my brother Josh at 3.08 p.m. Oh, boy. Holy cow. Um, so Josh and I were talking, and uh, he said that he was going to see this band called Dawes. And he said it was they're they're kind of like uh, alt country kind of band, kind of like Wilco or something. And uh, Ryan Adams, you know that kind of that kind of vibe. And as he's talking, I go, "Forgive me, but what CCR song are they gonna play?" Like I'd never heard of these people before. And I just and I was just chuckling to myself because I was thinking about Big Lebowski because in Big Lebowski, there's a thing where he's talking about his Credence tapes. He's like, oh, man, they stole my car, man. You know, like, I had, got a cu- had a couple of Credence tapes in there. And then he ends up finding that um, that uh, his Credence tapes were still back in his car. Anyway, so I had this little kind of inside joke in my brain as I'm thinking about this Credence. But I didn't say Credence. I said CCR. I go, so what CCR song are they going to sing? And he goes, dude, you're not going to believe this. There is a song that Dawes does that's out right now where he collaborates with John Fogarty from CCR. That's crazy. And I'm like, this is crazy, dude. Like, look what you beamed in my head. Like, this is so crazy. You just beamed it right in there. Just nuts, man. That's awesome. So it turns out that apparently right now there's a, a, a John Fogarty, you know. So the, the crazy joke of the whole thing is, is that when Josh and Monica go to see this band Dawes, the crazy thing is that they will be, in a sense, slightly singing a CCR song, because they'll be singing a, a song that he did with John Fogarty. Now, how crazy would that be is that if they end up actually um, singing a, uh, yeah, that would be crazy. you know, a CCR song. So, I just thought that was phenomenal. <laughs> what? That's my real Are name. Are you related to Abe Foreman? A lot of people the, think I'm Abe Foreman. Yeah, the yeah. Hot Dog King of Chicago. He's my half brother. Oh, he's your half brother. Yeah, yeah. More of a sausage patty guy. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But he, you know, we get down. He's not really in the same income bracket that I am, which you know, at big family gatherings really, really irks him. You know, but I, as I, as I say, I'll make you better because I'm better than you. Yeah. Wait, what do you like doing the most? What are some of your favorite things? Women. Women. Do you act at all? Me. Do I act? I went to Juilliard. Community college. What did you go to Juilliard for? <laughs> uh, for dre- for your fashion? All of it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, oh, yeah. gotcha. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was with all the big ones. George Clooney with a K. Oh, George Clooney. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was the big one I was with. Wait, what are you out here promoting? The babies? Oh, Joel. This is a business I've got here. We'll Your sign here says, condoms hurt my dick, but babies hurt my pocketbook. So, so I'll, I'll double, double bag, bag it, baby. That's right. It's my and book on it. safe sex. But Let's I've see got, what some of your I've others got are. i so many others. This is what I wrote at Juilliard. It's called Poopin' and Pippin'. How Whoa. to be full of shit and score mad ladies. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good one right there. Uh, this one, this is a new romance guide. It's perfect for Valentine's Day. Uh, it's called Choosing the Right Three Buck Chuck. 
for that three nut fuck. Oh, very good, very <laughs> yeah. good, very good. It was my Christmas book. This isn't very timely. It's called Maximum Getting, Minimum Giving. Oh, that's good. You gotta, you gotta put you, of you first. In a Santa, yeah, yeah, that's me right there. Let's see this. You got quite a few books here, don't you? Do what you want by wanting to do what you're doing. I don't even understand oh, that one. Oh, that's good. I like that yeah. one. I like that one. This is my uh, dieting book. It's a healthy eating book called Ranch on Anything Equals that's Salad. That's good. That's very, that's very healthy. That's right. So, you know, you got to send the right signal. Yeah. What do you want people to eat? Yeah. Sometimes you. Nature. You me. in nature. Me. What else you got here? This is uh, a book on, of course, I've been out here making my, you know, so many zeros. Oh, that's this is my finance book entitled One Dollar, Two Dollar, Three Dollar, Four, Five Dollar, Six Dollar. Give me your money. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So you got quite a few books. Oh, you got oh, more. Yeah. You got more. Of course, there's more. There's so many. There's one with a bunch of hands over here. Oh this? yeah, this one here. This is a romance guide for the ladies entitled 101 Ways to Touch His Dick. Oh, that's. Good. Doesn't play that's as good in 2019, but you know. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta pull out the classics. That one from the 80s? This one right here? Yeah. 100, 100, this is from 69. Oh, 69. 101 course, from 69. Yep. You know, we got them here. We sell these at $10 a pop, sometimes 20 depending if people are really stupid. So where where, where can people find you? Where can they find you if they you want to go You can find online? me, Hollywood and Island. I'm out here living my best life. So do you, do you have a Facebook page or anything? Twitter, uh, Instagram, I had anything a MySpace, where people can find but you? I lost the password. You lost the password to MySpace? I lost my MySpace password. You know, I was getting digital. So, but, uh, so if people want to find you, if, if they look up Ed Foreman... If people want to find me, they just have to come out here. They have to come out to here. To Hollywood. How, how often are you out here? If I'm hungover, I'm here. I'm drunk, I'm there. Where where do I send this podcast, in other words? Where can I send you the link to this podcast? Do you my, got a card? Director team. These guys have been, these guys got, have been okay. directing me. Talk to the director. Very good, very They'll, good. He's got all the digital stuff down. Oh, very good. Me, just I'm just, you know, young, dumb, and full of myself. Yeah. Here, let me hand this to you. I'm going to talk to your director real quick. Oh, yeah, talk to this director. All right. So uh, what is your name, sir? Uh, Cena. Cena. Yeah. They want to come to the big yeah. This dog. is. Uh, I'm not gonna bite. Ed, just a guy. We met him up in Portland a couple years back. Um, he's very interesting up there. He he messaged me, let me know that he was gonna come down here. Oh, good. I moved down here a couple years back. Um, and so, uh, you know, I thought I'd come out, help him out. Brought, yeah. Got some people together and. He Fantastic. said he wanted to put a video together, so we're out here doing it. that. Are you gonna? Is there gonna be a, a particular YouTube channel that you're gonna upload this to, or something? Uh, I think so. I think so. If I get your information, I can email it to you whenever it's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so go to so the, the the email address. I think if you just look on YouTube, Ed Foreman, you'll definitely find his other work. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll put, I'll put, I'm going to hang up now, but I'm going to get your information, so then I'm going to send this to you. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Inspirato Projecto, and that is Ed Foreman, ladies and gentlemen. I invented the meme, by the way. We didn't even get to the whole fact that I invented the meme. That's See that? That's my figured out. Funny picture, a couple words. Oh, what's that sound like? My books that are just covers, baby. Make sure you get that he invented the meme. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Mean, who, wants to, who wants to read when you can look? Yeah, exactly, you know exactly. I, mean? so I was yeah, like, yeah. bam. Who wants to read when you cover? can look? Yeah. Judge a book by its cover. Follow your Ed Stinks. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm going to get your information. Sounds good.
has been Marky the Cat eating delicious nuggets delicious nuggets and giblets of cat food products. Possibly cornmeal, but maybe with some chicken pie product. Thank you for listening. Good night. It is now 6.25 p.m., February 11th. <clears throat> I just got back from a, uh, geez, four or five hour meeting with my buddy Gio and also Mike Schley, who you have, you have met on a few occasions, actually. You personally, at-home viewers, have met him on a few occasions, one of which was a podcast that I did with him where he talks all about the Anunnaki, which is just phenomenal. Um, he's also been on Kei Chung, 16.30 a.m. On the radio version of Inspirato Projecto, he's been on there. Uh, you're familiar with him. You're familiar with him. He uh, writes screenplays like, like a madman. He's got so many screenplays. And... Um, my friend Gio knows Manny Pacquiao, the boxer. So we're working on ways to get him included in some of these some of these things that we're working on here. So the meeting was was really good. And the cool thing is that Mike can write so fast. This guy's like just a monster with writing. You give him an idea and he goes into the laboratory and he writes it up. He writes it up. And he's got all these packets. He's got it all. Um, all this information where basically it shows other examples of other movies that cost, you know, certain amounts of money and then made back X amount of dollars. So he puts these little things in a packet to show these investors, look, this is, this is what we expect back. This is kind of you know we cannot guarantee that you make this money back however we can say that in these instances this is this is what happened and so when you show them that stuff now it sets them at ease and now they want to they want to invest so so we'll see we'll see how it all happens and what you just heard there, Mike had just moments before dropped me off near Hollywood and Highland, right over there where all the, all the madness is. And he had just dropped me off there. And as I was walking along, I saw that guy, Ed Foreman, out there. Plaid, plaid suits. And so he was just hanging around out there on Hollywood Boulevard. So I'll be sending him this podcast. I will also link in his YouTube information in the link once I upload this, this whole episode. I like to, I like to get about an hour's worth. I like to get a, about, about an hour of of uh, a podcast and then upload it I usually like to go for an hour some of these podcasts lately have been going an hour and 13 minutes so you know that's that's the thing that's the thing 
you get these great interviews and sometimes they go over so I like to split them up you might have also heard on this episode John Gillette talking I put out a podcast my last podcast episode was about John Gillette my buddy who has seen lots of UFOs in the backgrounds of photos that he has taken throughout his life uh, check that out check out that episode and, and check out the craziness he's experienced it'll, uh, it'll explode your brain so yeah he's had multiple sightings so to speak uh, throughout his throughout his life you know in these photos then he put together a uh, found footage movie called The Light which you can actually hear on YouTube you can hear that movie or see it um, so we had that last episode with him on there and this episode you can hear some more of him talking about uh, I believe he's talking about his his uh, he's talking about a movie that he had started up called The Second Coming so he's describing that on this episode which either you just heard or you're about to hear depending on how how I put the sequence depending on how I place this uh, this segment I should say into the whole into the whole shenanigan Isn't it interesting when you really break it down? When you really break it down, arcade bar, it's about time. Arcade bar, this is something, oh my god, this is gonna, I've had this idea for a while about putting one in. There it is, that's this, this whole section here. Oh my god, this is gonna be crazy. Arcade bar, I'd love to work at that. Arcade bar? Shit. But it's interesting when you look at things like, like just like, let's say photos, photos, videos, there's this idea of something awesome going on with those people at that time. Well, what it is, what's interesting when you really break it down, it's simply those people enjoying an experience that is enjoyable to them. They're satisfied or at least it's presented with this image, they're satisfied with what they got going on right there. It could be anything. It could be something with uh, some, I don't know, some cool chick with tattoos. You know, and she's satisfied. She is satisfied. She's got her tattoos. Um, could be someone who... Uh, I don't know. Let's say beer commercials. Someone drinking beer and they're out there on the on the island. And everyone's going, oh, I'm so jealous. I want that. Well, do they want that? Or do they want the experience of being satisfied? The experience of feeling, ooh, relaxed, calm, um, immersed in enjoyment. I think that's pretty much basically the main thing that... You're, um, you're diving into the main vibe of that situation. When we see someone up on a poster, a uh, billboard or whatnot, commercial, and it's like, oh, that's the cool guy. See, they're, they're giving this image. You all know this. But when you got these images up there, in addition to the image going um, okay a few things number one image goes these it could it could be many things one 
this is the type of person that we're trying to sell this product to. It could be a lot of these kinds of cultures, these kinds of countercultures, what have you. These kinds of groups like our product. So we're going to keep perpetuating that. It could also be something that says, if you look like this and act like this, then this is the reward that comes from that. This is that reward. This is the value you get out of choosing this particular identity. Slightly reminds me of that Twilight Zone episode where after once a woman gets to a certain age, she has to pick a particular body, a particular style that she now has to go with. Uh, and uh, that's all there is to it. And everyone's urging the woman, you know, these are the few different styles that you can choose from. And, you know, choose wisely. And, uh, or we advise that you get this one. I'm not telling you to. It's your body after all. It's your new body after all. But they could say, here's a possibility for you. So it's kind of like that Twilight Zone episode in that sense. Uh, with just a few more choices. Since we're all born without the instruction booklet, I feel there's this idea that some of us perpetually look for who's got the answer. Who has locked into the meaning of life? Who is that? I think that's the root of it. The meaning of life kind of, we add that element to it. Well, now here's an identity that really seems to, you know, they got, they got it all figured it out. It's a blueprint. Here's the punk rock blueprint. Here is the country western blueprint. Here is the uh, hip hop blueprint. Here is the whatever the blueprint is. Jocks. Goths, burnouts. Here are these blueprints. This is this is the kind of music that's listened to. This is the way this, you know, these people dress. Uh, and there you go. These blueprints, these particular identities, give you the illusion that they've got it all figured out. They got it all figured out. Now, the next thing is wondering what kind of information is given? What kind of information is received, recycled, precipitated? intriguing when you think about it. So, even if, uh, let's say, for instance, you listen to Esther Hicks with Abraham, you know, there's a lot of astounding answers in there. Um, Alan Watts, you know, you could listen to these folks, and they really got the blueprint, they got it all, it sounds like it, right? But even they themselves have their own trials trying to follow their truths sometimes, huh? Hello there. February 12th, 4.20 p.m. 
and I'm going up to uh, the grocery store. Got to get some new cat food. On the way up here, I just saw a guy who was great from a distance. He was wearing a crown on his head. And I thought, wow, wouldn't that be hilarious if he was wearing a Burger King crown? Wouldn't that be awesome? And sure enough, he was. Just unapologetically wearing his Burger King crown. I love it. I love it. Isn't that awesome? One might say, oh, this is, you know, this is par for the course for Los Angeles. This kind of, this kind of, you know, this kind of stuff. Uh, however, however, others might say, you know, that's just good old-fashioned doing what you want to do when you want to do it. Doing it your own way. Look at that. He's doing it his own way, right? Doing it his own way. All right. Um, I think this is probably the end of the episode here. So thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. a.m. February 13th and uh, I thought it'd be cool to suddenly adapt the idea of anytime someone asks me for my opinion I my opinion is either I can't complain or I'm a legend in my own mind or I was just really thinking about this one what can I say that hasn't already been said what can I say that hasn't already been said who am I to say